Hey folks, this is Eddie Trunk from That Metal Show and Sirius XM Radio and lifelong KISS fan. You are listening to the Shout It Out Loud cast with Tom and Zeus. Oh boy. Here we go. Boy. Pressing the button, Star Simmons. Star? Stop shouting! He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss times. Is that a positive thing? Okay. Alright. Gonna grab me a nice cold mellow Why? Why do that to the fan? Stop it. Why? Because the fuck that's all. Six one seven five two five zero. You do? Hey, fucko. Do you like kiss? Settle down. Hello, hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus at the end of the road. I'm might just be. shouting out loud, cast. Yeah, it might be. Episode two fifty three. End of the road, Madison Square Garden recap. Tom, it's our final show. <laughs> it might be. Fuck. It <laughs> might be. We were joking about that. But after this, like, week between Kiss and Kiss Tards and the and horrendously Kiss. awful fan base that and this Kiss band haters. has. Oh, I'm telling you, I, I want to put a poll. Who's more annoying? Kiss haters? Or kiss tards, because they're everybody's annoying. The kiss tards are worse. We'll get into it, but I'll I'll tell you why they're worse. Oh, it's not this fake fucking ace up there. That's not kiss. They stopped in 1979. Like, yeah. Big deal about the avatars. This is the same band that was selling lunch boxes. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's the exact same thing. <laughs> People are fucking lost. I'm telling their you, mind. We're, we're, we're going to try to not have this be Festivus Bot one. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be know. very difficult. <laughs> I know gonna... a lot of people are anxious to hear what we have to say about this. Stuff. We'll get into it. Yeah, but believe me, we fuck. were as quiet as possible on social media. Oh and yeah, stuff yeah, we, yeah, about like everything happening. The people that were with us, they know what we were saying. We were talking out loud, but Yeah, all we had to do was post it was like dropping like a little drop of blood in the water <sighs> with the shocks. Yeah, like chum this shit. For all of a sudden 2000 comments. <laughs> it was Roy Scheider. Oh. Fuck it. I want you to chum some of this shit and throwing it out there the kiss world and all of a sudden God. fucking shark pulls up at us. Just fucking brutal. Let's get this thing started. Before we did this, our fucking one of a kind shouted out loudcast Hall of Fame episode got swallowed up by Kiss. Back when back when this show was fun, (laughs) when we used to have fun here, right? Um, we did the Hall of Fame, Tom. Yep. And I don't know. We were just like thinking, what's what's a fun kind of way to do a poll? So we came up with we put four. Songs two each year yep. in the Hall of Fame for Kiss. So I think you did a poll on that. Yep. So it was Black Diamond and Come On and Love Me from the first year, and I Stole Your Love and Mr. Speed from this year. So Black Diamond, I, I don't know, maybe I'm naive here. I ran away with this 42% Black Diamond. I Stole Your Love 31%, and then Mr. Speed and Come On and Love Me uh, hovering in around 13%. So 
Yeah, wow. big, big love for Black Diamond, which, I mean, obviously, great song. I'm not not surprised, you know, that people love it. I was just surprised that it, it kind of pummeled everybody else. But, uh, yeah, yeah, our buddy Joe Papalotto, hands down, I Stole Your Love. First song I ever saw them play live, Hot in the Shade Tour. Yes. And, oh, and then he chimes in with, I can't wait to see Avatar Kiss play <laughs> Don't Touch My Ascot. Well, you did see that already in the Scooby-Doo movie. That was a teaser of their avatars, I think. Matt Murphy says, Mr. Speed is a Cumbies hot dog amongst three Fenway Franks of sonic goodness. So he doesn't like Mr. Speed, but Cumberland Farms hot dogs, they're fucking good. At two in the morning, when you're drunk, when you're hammered, there's nothing else around. Hey, there's a Cumberland Farm. Oh, give me one of those. Twisted Kiss or Mr. Speed, the greatest song they have forgotten about. Oh, please. There's a there's, there's an episode right there. What songs has Kiss forgotten about? <laughs> Everything except the fucking 20 they played on the end of the road. A <laughs> uh, couple comments here on the Hall of Fame in general. Of course, our buddy John Rostano, Joey Casada, congrats. Finally inducted and hope we get an acceptance speech soon. Oh, jeez. Boy, he, if you missed it, he did an acceptance speech on the Loudcasters Facebook group. I'm sure you guys saw it. Yeah, a bunch uh, of the Hall of Famers did. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Decade. Yes, yes, put one. Um, Gary, Tony, Gary, was a, Tony, oh, great, great year. Yes, it was awesome. Kevin's on fire. This time of year is especially fun. Having the Hall of Fame now a tradition, along with episodes like Festivus, it's a great time to be a loudcaster. Well said. That's perfect. I like that. Uh, Jocko Johnson, Jocko, uh, whose whose Twitter handle is Game Show Lover. <laughs> <laughs> he says, you didn't hear it from me, but Casada has been working on his acceptance speech for months. <laughs> that's freaking awesome. Yeah, that's good. All right. And that's what we got for Twitter. That's good. All right. Let's quickly uh, go through some Facebook stuff uh, over on the book of face. Uh, Mike Brewer wanted Chris and Cusano landscaping, but uh, oh, they didn't they didn't get in. Oh, boy. Uh, Sorry. And then a couple people talked about the fact, Tom, and they actually, for the most part, obeyed your instructions, Tom. And that was that you wanted nobody to put out spoilers. And yes, people I was were very, really good about it. I was very proud of the uh, loudcasters paying attention to rules. Oh. Uh-oh. Over on our loudcasters group, John Whiteman puts a picture of Jan Derry. <laughs> And says, hope this bad bitch gets in next year's in the porn category. Oh, God. What is wrong? Uh, Josh Brown says, congratulations to all the Hall of Famers. When this episode drops, Kiss will no longer be active. That quote did not age well. (laughs) I wish it was true, Uh, Tom. Abysmal avatars. Yeah, that's true. Over on our YouTube. Uh, Chris Flood says, first time hearing about the Hall of Fame show. Just wondering why in the category of characters, Fish didn't win. Uh-huh. You guys talked about her for three weeks. I guess somewhere she's putting c- c- comb into fusion. I don't know what the fuck. Oh, that song, the chrome into yeah. motion, the, the, yeah, the demo. From... The comb, no yeah, the, that, that ridiculous demo. Yeah. Uh and then somebody named Evil Eyes says, keep dancing on Fraley's face, guys. I don't know if he's saying, like, complaining that we shit on Ace or something or saying that we do. I, I don't know what his point. But believe me, there's going to be a lot of Ace talk here today. Hello? 
So you'll get there. Test one, two. Test one, two. Hold on. Zeus, is it your microphone or is it mine? I'm getting some echo. Yeah. Yeah, Did everything. Is the recording over? <laughs> yeah, everything's fine. Hello? <laughs> we'll get into that. Pete Gibbons, I almost crashed my way to work. When Zeus did the Paul impression, I think somebody over here shit himself. <laughs> oh, there was some shitting spray around oh. this weekend. Oh, God. <laughs> Patrick2420 says, Cukes and Cashews, Hall of Fame, baby. <laughs> Tom, that's what I got, buddy. All right. we get, Let's get through one email here from, uh, speaking of Hall of Fame, our inaugural Hall of Fame recipient, the great Jim Riley. Congrats to the SIOL class of 2023. This community is something special with the great loudcasters led by Tom and Zeus. Welcome Tony Barone, Gary Cap, Jay, Jeff Trott, and quote, fuck it. All right, he's in Joey Casada. <laughs> <laughs> special congrats to Lisa Sparks. I'm proud to share this with her. Bruce is better off with this Hall of Fame than the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The guy was in Kiss, Blackjack, Meatloaf, and Grand Funk Railroad signed. Jim Riley, S-I-O-L-H-O-F-2022. Great fucking email right there, brother. Lots of 22. I love it. It's great. It's great. And then we finish up feedback here with a Facebook message from John Mosco. And he's actually responding to somebody in our group uh, about all the chaos surrounding the avatars. Strong opinions both ways, which we'll get into. But he says, he's responding to this guy. He says, I can sum up the Avatar thing pretty quickly. Lame, lame, lame. If you listen to podcasts, check out Shout It Out Loudcast. It's absolutely hysterical. These guys absolutely love Kiss, but pull zero punches at the same time when it comes to calling them out on stuff. The episodes air every Saturday morning, and I'm sure the one coming up is going to be hysterical when they talk about the final shows. They were there both nights at MSG. John Mosco, first of all, the fact that you love our show and you get it and the fact that you're recommending our show to people who don't get it is exactly why you are the comment of the week, John. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. And, uh, Thank you for everybody for uh, getting involved this week, right or wrong. Oh my god! Um, yeah. The conversation, the the uh, Facebook group, the Facebook itself, Twitter—you name it—out of control, out of fucking control. It has been on fire. The Loudcasters group is just—you can't even keep up with it anymore. It's it, it's like in real time. You can't even keep up with it. It's amazing. I think it's gained like a thousand fucking followers. Yeah, in like yeah. a week. It's crazy. And Tom, that leads us over to our Patreon family. Patreon is where you guys help out the show monetarily. And we provide you with either uh, input into the show, merch, uh, involvement, uh, polls, you name it. And uh, Patreon has been helping the show grow tremendously. Without it, I'm telling you guys, we would not be where we are without the Patreon support. So I know people out there that are listening or the first time listening because we met a lot of people over this weekend. How do I help your show grow? I like you guys. I really want to hear more of it. 
Patreon is the best way to support us. You go onto our website and you'll see a link right on the landing page. You'll say Patreon or you go to patreon.com or Patreon the app. You search for creators, shout it out loudcast. You click on that and then you'll see the different tiers we have to become a Patreon member. Each tier gives you a different perk, but all tiers are part of the Patreon family. And uh, it's a fun group over there. We always have a blast. And their support is vital to the growth, the continuing success of Shout It Out Loudcast. So if you can and you really want to help the show this holiday season, what a great way. Come and support us by joining our Patreon family. Yeah, you guys rock. Thank you so much for all of your generosity. New members, longtime members, it doesn't matter. Every bit of it helps, and we truly appreciate it. And we like to give things back. You know, certain tiers, sneak peeks on Thursdays about the upcoming episode, uh, input into what we put up there on Flashback Fridays, uh, album review crew selections when that comes around. Uh, so thank you. Please check us out, patreon.com, or download the app and search for us. Tom, what we do next is we go over to Kiss World. Anything go on? Oh, boy. Uh, there's plenty going on here. Obviously, the world of Avatar. Uh, which we will get into kind of as we kind of recap the weekend because the news is kind of part of the episode. Yeah. So I I think we'll cover it that way as we get to that point because we were there in real time as it was revealed to the world what the next phase, quote-unquote, of KISS is, which is the news. Yeah, uh, just just to skip a little bit ahead, the avatars have taken over social media for Kiss. Yep. So when you look at Kiss, either on Pandora or fucking Spotify, whatever, the Twitter. avatars are theirs. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Instead of the regular photo of Kiss or the logo. So yep. that's one thing. The other thing is, and it dropped right as we were there, is this uh, another fucking episode of Ace on Eddie Trunk. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Poor Eddie. Hello? Uh, I, I'm getting this echo. I, I, I just I can't. I'm really hearing like an echo. Yeah. Asa not knowing who played on his episode, but he does know one person. And thanks to a- uh, Ace now, he's lost his old theme music and he's got a new one. And uh, Ace trying to remember who his band members are. He did remember this guy. I, don't, I mean, I know Joey Caserta. That's Hall of Famer Joey Caserta. <laughs> the timing couldn't be more perfect for Joey to finally get in. Yeah, I get this guy. This guy drums. It's Joey Caserta. <laughs> I know him. And then the funny thing is, we were texting. Remember our little yeah. this and that text group? Oh, it was God, Jericho yeah. Benante and PJ Farley. PJ, yeah, yeah. And PJ's like, at least he remembered partial of his name. I'm the guy with the hat. <laughs> That's right. He called PJ the guy with the hat. Oh, that's a good bass drum, a uh, bass guitarist. Uh, you know, Steve Brown brought in. What's his name? <laughs> guy with the hat. It's like a fucking Dr. Seuss character. But then the best was Eddie. Eddie's like, oh, so you got this guy, Dave. Forgive me. I can't remember the name. No, like, no, no. I, I, oh, he asked ahead. me if he knows. He goes, so uh, this guy, Dave Julian, Dave apparently Julian. he's he engineered and wrote some of your song. Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> David Julian. Who's David Julian? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> With 
me, you, and Murph are listening to this on replay on the ride back from New York oh City. Oh, my God. Dying Kissing our Like, seriously, I had to hold on to the wheel because I thought I was going to crash. I couldn't. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> oh, my oh God. God. Dude, I'm sorry. It, like, oh, he's just. He's either. I don't want to. I don't want to make it cast aspersions because we don't have any facts. But he's just something's going on there, like neurologically somehow. And that the best is, oh yeah, this fucking mush brain goes. <laughs> well, you know, Kiss fans aren't that bright. Ace fans he's... are sharp. <laughs> you know, they're calling me up asking me if I'm in, still, and they think I'm in the band, dude. If they're talking to you personally. That's not KISS fans. Those are Ace fans telling you, asking you yep. if they are calling you specifically if you're still in the band. Yeah, plus, plus, I was on YouTube. I got, you know, about a thousand clicks and all these oh likes and KISS. God. You know, KISS really doesn't have that kind of interact. Like, dude, what the fuck? You imagine YouTube numbers? KISS is playing two nights at Madison Square Garden. You're yeah. playing one night at the Nashua Garden, which is a Chinese food restaurant. Dude, the city. Mayor New York Took over. declared New York City Kiss Day. They lit up the fucking Empire State Building. The mayor of Nashville, New Hampshire, served with a cease and desist order. Stop <laughs> shitting in public lands behind Tom's shed. I mean, I lit, I, I lit up the the third shelf in my shed for Ace. I mean, what the fuck, dude? The, the and we'll, we'll get to it. The amount. Of stuff that was happening in New York for Kiss, it was insane. Yeah, you said you said it perfectly. Like, I don't think Boston's doing this when Aerosmith wraps up. Absolutely think, not. I, yeah, I don't think I don't think LA is doing this for the Eagles when they wrap up or nope. whatever. Nope. This is only Kiss gets this. Yeah, they're not. You know, it only shows you karma. Karma, karma. dude. Dude, Dude, you fucking schlep into fucking the Bolodrome in Alwife, fucking Massachusetts. Meanwhile, Kiss took over the taxis, the subway, the Empire State Building, the pizza, the, uh, I mean, you name it. They control whether or not you love it or hate it. The newspapers. The newspapers. Thank you. I knew I was forgetting one. They literally took over the city for four days. And and you got more YouTube clips on your new video. Congratulations. They're not very smart. That's why they're collecting pizza boxes. Yeah, it's it's calm. I checked out what they did on a concert they showed in in Indianapolis versus my video. You know, uh, kudos kudos to Eddie. For asking Ace, hey Ace, uh, what made you check that out? What? Why did you look at that Kiss concert? I mean, c- credit to Eddie because everybody's like, why the? Obviously, Ace is is concerned, or or you know, maybe not concerned, but he's like curious what Kiss is doing. He's like, I I stumbled upon it. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, sure. While you did. you're stumbling and criticizing Kiss's performances and Paul specific, why don't you look at some of your performances on YouTube and tell us what the comments say in there, buddy? What are you talking about? <laughs> 10,000 volts is the 48th most liked rock song on the West Coast. Dude, he has fucking lost it. I will make this call now. <laughs> test one, two. Test one, two. Eddie, I'm sorry. I'm having a really hard time here. You know, I'm still hearing his fucking echo. The fucking echo. Um. Oh, yeah, that, it's echoing because your brain is empty. 
I will say this, and I'll say this about uh, something else a little bit later. Ace and the Ace fans make it very hard to like him these days. Yes. Yep. They make it very hard. They almost make me root against him. Because the Ace fans, the way that they look at it is in order to like, in order to be a fan and supporter of Ace, you must hate Kiss. You have to shit on Paul. And you and have to Gene. hate Tommy. Yeah, and you, Tommy. Can't, you can't do both. You can't do both. Why? Like, I don't and, know. And, 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 and he makes it so. He makes me want to root for him and say, yeah, well, fucking you suck. Yep. Why? I'm an idiot for liking Kiss. Why can't I like both? And then at the end, he'll he'll say something in the video. Well, you know, there's no bad blood. I wish. Well, dude, you just shit on them for a fucking. There's no bad blood, but all these Kiss fans are fucking stupid. (laughs) A lot of Kiss fans aren't the brightest people in the world. It's like, what the? And then Laura tells me I'm constantly cute. (laughs) Dude, what? What? (laughs) I I told her, stop right there. Let's write that down. Steve, we got a song. Stop. Don't talk anymore. Constantly cute. Dude. Now, the song might be great. We're not judging the song. We're judging that. Uh, like, what are you doing, Ace? Constantly cute. You just. Again, he makes it difficult to root for him. Yeah. And, and especially his fans. And here come the people attacking us now, dancing on Ace's grave or whatever. I mean, dude, we love Ace, but he's easy to make fun of. He, It's a two foot putt. Shitting All on these fucking people, and this is the amazing thing. Look at Ace as though it's still Ace from '78. Who the fuck are you criticizing? It's like the guy that's married and goes to his wife, and, yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, dude, you don't got the hips you used to have when we were in our twenties. What the fuck?" Meanwhile, you're in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, Paul's not fucking not singing as well as he used to, but he ain't fucking you like you are on stage. Yeah, no, I, 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 I get it. I mean, the only thing I'll say about Ace is, I mean, love it or hate it, he's making new music, which is more than more than can be said about Kiss. So I, need, I get it because he needs to fucking hawk like eight different. Well, I, I mean, regardless of that, I mean, at least Ace fans are getting what they want. They're getting new music, love it or hate it. Kiss fans, we haven't gotten shit in friggin' years. Do you think they really like it, though? Do you? I I told you last week, I don't think 10,000 volts is that bad. I heard it again today on satellite oh. radio. I don't think it's that bad. His vocals, yeah, her vocals are junk. Dude. But I think the song kind of kicks ass. Switch the song, make it Paul or Gene singing oh, it. Those Ace fans would be like, terrible. Oh, I agree. I agree. Total. Oh, of course. Absolutely. And, the, and the vice Ace- versa. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where everybody, and that's where everybody on both sides loses credibility. And we're going to get into that later on when we talk about the weekend. The credibility factor here is fucking gone on both sides. Yeah. So it's either you have to shit on them. Yep. More than anybody has shit on them. Or you're not as fucking tough and cool as me. Oh, yeah. You you won't let me shit on them be as good as as I can. Like, dude, there's a fucking finite level of kissing ass and a finite level of fucking shitting on stuff. Well, and there's also a level of being able to do all of this. Like, I think we do fairly well. Tongue in cheek, little humor, the, the vitriol and the pure fucking hatred that people yeah. have on both sides is just it's and it's gotten and it's gotten so much bad. And we said this last week, Ace drops this single 
and does this interview with Ace right as Kiss are ramping up for the final weekend so you can pit the Ace Cult versus the Kiss Tards, and you got it. You got World War Three. Yeah, well, Ace doesn't have stand a chance to win, let's no. be honest. And no, 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 he won't. No, he won't. No, he's nowhere near the level of you know success or anything like that as Kiss. But no, regardless, it doesn't matter if he's still as good or if not better than good for him. But unfortunately, he's not. Right. Uh, and that's just my opinion, but I don't give a shit. Let's uh, move on, Tom. Yep. Let's take a quick little break. Let's see if uh, Ace uh, has something to say before we go to break. Hey, make sure you guys come over and see Ace takes over Tom's shed next week. I'm going to do a better job than Kiss did. You can come to see my couple of pop-up stores that I've set up all around the shed. There'll be one that'll sell a couple slices of roni and some fountain cola. There'll be an order of cashews you can purchase for me as like a Santa Ace wish list. There'll be plenty of other pop-up stores around. You can buy a pair of my Ace Fraley socks, uh, Ace Fraley uh, Depends diapers for when I eat those Elvis fried peanut butter banana sandwiches that go right through me. Hook me up with some Depends because I really could use those. And other than that, you'll find me all around town, maybe with one of those Ace Metro cards that can take you from Nashua, New Hampshire, all the way to Manchester, New Hampshire. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. 
And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, Rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. All right, we're back. So, yeah, uh, you know, Ace was really, really upset with those Kiss pizza boxes. Uh, So what he said was, hey, guys, uh, I got these Ace jugs of planters, mixed nuts. The cashews are too expensive. You open up the cap. There's a picture of my face on the lid. Real collector's item. Enjoy. Color by the dot ones. You know, you can put it in there, but it's going to come out. You're going to have to only use a couple colors, silver and blue. Tom, we went into this weekend with a heavy heart, full of expectations, not sure what's ahead. Yep. But uh, Murphy and you showed up at my place on Thursday. Yep. We got in the car and we didn't know what to expect. And, yep. uh, you know, recapping all that trip now almost seems like a lifetime ago. It really does. It's so crazy how, like, the time is just, I mean, you know, by the time this this drops, it'll be, you know a week and uh yeah i mean the weather was great travel down we were all fired up tons of energy playing kiss playlists on on shuffle stopping for lunch just really kind of feeling the energy and the vibe anticipating meeting people seeing people the show new york city there was a ton of energy a ton of energy and you could you could feel it the entire ride and of course you could feel it once we got to new york city yeah so we left around 10 o'clock got there made some good time stopped at ihop Went to the bathroom at IHOP, and uh, Murph can attest to it. It smelled rancid. But what was the guy in there doing? <laughs> oh, my God. There was somebody in there. Have you ever gone to a bathroom where you open the door, and it's, like, hot? It's, like, steaming, steaming, like, piss shit scent. Somebody <laughs> yeah, like was a porta potty I think it was an employer. Somebody was in there, like, camped out. Like, he, yeah. was, he yeah. wasn't going to be disturbed. He fucking stunk up that whole bathroom. But he was entertaining himself by watching videos while he was in there. <laughs> and Murph was like, did you spray in there? I'm like, I didn't spray anything. That's that fucking guy. <laughs> oh, it was brutal. So I knew the trip was going to be fun. Once oh, yeah. we had the first bathroom visit and it stunk up. Yep. Um, but we made good time. We yep. made it to the hotel. Um, Tom thought we were going to get jacked when he, when the, when the, uh, valet was gonna take his car they had to wait fucking half an hour for the guy the guy comes out get out I'm like, jesus are you the valet or am i getting carjacked right now what the fuck <laughs> we had a nice little hotel in downtown so we got to the hotel and coming in slightly after us was the great tally Falkler, all the way from germany amazing um and she came bearing gifts of chocolates and cookies and sweets all the way from Germany, some German beer. And uh, yeah, the weekend was kicking off to a good start. And as they said in uh, Weird Science, she was looking good. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Tally's just, she's just spectacular on every level. Yeah, she's, she, she's listening and she knows that. Yeah. She made the look of our group quadruple like in oh, appearance we, we just everywhere. kept saying yeah we, we just kept saying she was just a rose amongst a thorn bush the yeah. entire weekend like, oh, let, let, let all these women think you're with us come on yeah, come on. yeah. <laughs> but uh she was awesome so yeah the first night we met the wonderful i love it loud we met the wonderful i love it louder at pj clark's 
an old-style restaurant place there. I uh, had a nice dinner. Um, something came out in the bathroom. Yeah, I wonder what. I remember I went. This I'm so stupid sometimes. Sometimes I forget where we are. I We're getting ready to leave. Wonderful dinner. Great food. Great drinks. Everybody's fired up. I'm like, all right, I gotta go back. I come out of the bathroom. I'm like, I'm like, have you guys been in the bathroom? I'm like, it smells like I said it smells like piss and horse manure. And as soon as the words came out of my mouth, I'm like, oh, okay, of course it does. Dude, that bathroom was so tiny. It had to be like And it was in the bar. It was like at the bar. It had like, it to be like a fucking building code violation yeah and they're like just thrown in the- let's just throw a toilet in the middle of the bar no they did and the sink was like a dentist sink it was like yeah. a tiny little like it was literally just stuck in you're right like you said it was probably a code violation they're like you need another bathroom they're like okay let's put it right here literally you could be sitting at the bar and a guy could be shitting behind you <laughs> yeah, exactly. well it did smell a little <laughs> bit like shit afterwards yeah. but yes. i had a fucking i had a christian our trip and uh, yeah, a few people walked in like, Woo! Ooh, brutal, brutal. <laughs> I always love going in and overacting and be like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Who died in here? There was like, ew. Oh, it's fucking putrid, putrid. Yeah. Yep. But we had a great dinner and then yep. we went out to go see our friend Craig Gass's comedy show. Yeah. We went to the comic strip. Uh, Craig Gass was the headliner and then uh, our buddy Don Jameson, also a guest on the show. He was uh, opening up for him too. So we get there, tiny, tiny bar, very small place, kind of cozy, a wall plastered with eight by tens of previous famous comedians over the years. And, uh, we get in there and they're like, yeah, two drink minimum cash only. What the fuck is this entrapment? I'm like, I'm like, I have to have two. And the funny thing about this two drink minimum. It was like they kept they kept like a scorecard. They you couldn't leave the bar. Once you sat down at the comedy show, you could not leave the bar until they checked off your name that you had ordered a minimum of two drinks. Yeah. I don't know. I we, I know I know we, we've been we've been going to bars in Boston our entire life. Maybe New York City does shit differently, whatever. So the show starts a little bit around 9. We all sit down there, very really awesome like literally like sitting in someone's like living room. Tiny, tiny, everybody's sitting on top of each other, tiny stage, spotlights, microphone, and everybody's kind of getting ready to, you know, loosen up for the show. Yeah, uh, there was a female comic to start. Let's just say if she's friends with uh, Dawn and Craig, um, sorry, she was okay. Um, If she's not friends with Dawn and Craig, holy fuck, was that painful? Yeah, she needed the gong show. She oh needed the hook. God, it was yeah. just cringeworthy. Did I already tell that joke? Hold on a second. Wait a minute. Yeah. Did I already say that? Did I already say I... that joke? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, you know what? Maybe I'll just call somebody in the crowd a cunt. That'll be funny, right? Yeah, that because that, that's how I get laughs. I'm like, yeah. we're all looking at there's like eight of us at the table, which yeah. by the way, we forgot to mention we ran into who? Johnny Coolballs? No. Ooh. Well, yeah, but our Australian Greek oh, god. Thanis Akratides. Yes, the great Thanis. Yeah, and he hung out with us the rest of the weekend. And he sat at our table with us. Thanis is awesome. Oh, yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We hung, we out, hung out with him all weekend. Check out his band, Frozen Tears. They're on Spotify. Apparently, his band does a cover of Come On and Love Me, and it's yes. charting in England? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, so check them out. Yeah, I'm charting in England, too. It's not bad. Congrats, Thanos. You're the guy from Avengers. Oh, that's Thanos. Sorry. 
And I have over 2,000 comments on YouTube. Anyway, uh, Craig did a great show. Don did a great show. Uh, We thought they were fun and great. We saw them before and afterwards. We talked a little bit about it. But, you know, we want to be ready and prepping to go. So we had a few more drinks, called it a night, and went back to uh, the room. Yeah. Got up early the next day. And that's when uh, we we really knew that a lot of shit was going to happen that day, and that's Friday. Yeah, and Friday first, was busy. First thing we did is let's we we're going to go to the pop up store, but we said let's go to the dress to kill spot. Yep. So me, you, Murph, and the great Tally went, and yep. uh, we took our photo at the dress to kill spot. Awesome, mm-hmm. loved it. Had a great time doing that. And then we're like, okay, well it's early, but let's go to the pop up store. We got there, um, thanks to the the Greek god down under, uh, Thanis. He, uh, he snuck us into our line. Yep. Um, that line to the pop up store was almost like half a mile long. And when we got in that, when we got to it, it wasn't bad. So the store was scheduled to open at eleven. Yeah. We we got in line probably nine thirty quarter of ten, and the line was pretty long. But by the time the store opened. The line had gone across the street and had circled back past the Dunkin' Donuts. It, it, it was it was insane. Yeah, and it, it was, was like and it was like, and, what we had before. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And it was like a you know like a bar. You know, two in, two out, three in, three out. Um, Funniest thing is, I'm sitting there, like everybody's in line. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just rest. I went against. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Against the storefront and put my foot up and just rested for a second. Yep. And some lady comes by with an accent. She's like, "Oh, what is line for?" And I said, you know the band Kiss? Oh, yeah. this line for everybody to see Kiss. Uh, no, they're here to buy Kiss stuff. <laughs> She's like, oh, Fucking- oh, oh, Kiss tards. Okay, I understand now. Dude, I'm I'm like, when I had to tell her. Embarrassed. I'm like, how embarrassing is this that I'm in this fucking line with these idiots? Yep. And we're all in line to give Kiss more money. Yep. <laughs> now, the, now, now, the, now, one good thing about being in line. Was that we bumped into the guys from Moneybag Sodas. And we snuck them in. <clears throat> snuck them in. We met, we, we met them and their lovely wives. So we, we were shooting the shit with them. The line was moving. So everybody, it was Chris yeah. and John, his wife, and some friends, right? Yes. Yeah. So we had, we had a nice little conglomerate of people kind of talking and killing time as we were walking. Yeah. Uh, and then the great Gary Cap, Hall of Famer. Gary Cap. Hall of Fame. You can't call him anything else now. He's That's now right. Hall of Fame Gary Cap. That's right. He shows up in line and we're talking back and forth about the pop-up store and how it had already opened up on Thursday and how it was probably stripped out of nothing. Blah, blah, blah. Then you get people talking of get me a Metro card. Get me a Oh, that's box. when it started. F- okay. Oh, yeah. They get so, me a newspaper. Yeah. So I must tell you, you're not alone. So if this applies to you, you weren't the only one. But people, I just, I just wonder about the common sense here. We're on this trip here to, to to do this thing for Kiss. We got show stuff. We got all sorts of stuff on our mind. We got, you know, whatever. We got inundated with people. Hey, uh, can you pick me up this? Hey, while you're at it, if you, uh, you know what? Second thought, give me this instead. Hey, give it. We're not even replying at this point to people. We're just, there's too much of that shit. People, are you fucking like clueless yeah. about etiquette and things like that? We're not on vacation here to fucking buy you your fucking kiss shit. Plus, the stuff is impossible to get on its own. Just fucking people are clueless. Hey, uh, can you pick me up a fucking uh, uh, Tommy Thayer soap bar uh, while you're there? Like, come on. I'll trade you a Metro Pass for a grease-stained pizza bar. I'm like, 
What the fuck? Dude, if I come across these things, wonderful. We did get newspapers. We got like day two. Wonderful. I'm not going to start robbing people at the fucking subway to get a metro ticket with with a picture of fucking kiss. What am I going to do with that? People are lost their minds, like ordering us to pick up shit for them. No, fuck no. Dude, the eBay tards. It was disgusting. I'm not going to name names. Obviously, I would never do that. But people, we talked about it. Gary and I talked about Zeus. We, we know there were people who descended upon New York City for the sole purpose of buying up as much shit as they grabbing every newspaper they could grabbing every piece of box they could cases of newspapers buying shit the madison square garden opened up their merch early each day before the concert people going there early buying armfuls of tour books buying armfuls of t-shirts these motherfuckers did it and i could go on ebay right now it's all there yep it's all there now i'm gonna try and i I know this isn't festivus so i'll back off a little bit but i just had to kind of get that in there about what we what we yeah it was just i you know, so when we, by the time we get in there, a lot of the stuff that we liked was already gone and sold because people fucking are assholes. But There's it was no- cool though. It was, it was cool. When we walk in, they kind of had like a little bit of a museum thing. Uh, I was interviewed by Fox five, New York or something about what it means to be a kiss tard. Yeah. Um, and then we go in and they had music playing and like, you know, video footage. So it was kind of cool and everything. And then you go downstairs and it's a very, very tiny, tiny room. All the items are framed. They give you a little guide to look at. There wasn't that much to choose from. Luckily, when we got there, there was still stuff that was not sold out. Uh, so we were lucky enough to get a couple things that we wanted. Yeah, it, it was it was okay and worth the experience. But by the time we got out, we're like, dude, there's still people like way across the street waiting for this. There's nothing, there's nothing. in here that you, you should be like, I have to get this. Right. Every, nothing. Everything oh, no, there nothing. was basically you could fucking get at at. at at Madison Square Garden when you went to the show or whatever. I mean, it was all there. It's yeah, and, and, this, and, and of course, we're kiss tard, so we did it. But the stuff was overpriced compared to what you'd buy in, on Kiss Online or at Madison Square Garden. Because I think the pop-up store stuff was exclusive, but it wasn't, like, mind-blowingly unique. Nothing you know what I mean? Good. No, no, no it, was, it was fine. Um, but, you know, by then, and then it started to rain. So then at this time, Murph had kind of split. He had go, he, I think he had gone to meet some friends that he knows from New York City. So it was me, you and Tally looking for an Uber. It's torrential rain. Um, we're tired at this time, you know, but whatever. It's kiss. It's New York City. It's Friday. So after that, we had an appointment to meet our good friend, author James Campion, author of Shout It Out Loud. The story of Destroyer, the making of Destroyer. And we met him at an old style restaurant called Pete's Tavern. Yes. Awesome, awesome place. And at this time, Murph had met us there. He had finished what he was doing. So we all converged on Pete's Tavern with James, had a fantastic lunch, talked music, talked books. James is just, I mean, we've had him on the show. We've communicated with him via email, but salt of the earth guy so lovely to talk to such a great personality his books are friggin' phenomenal we we always praise shout it out loud the making of destroyer it's friggin' amazing and we're not just saying it because we're friends with james um but again just a an awesome friday packed with a ton of stuff and obviously lunch with james you know we posted a, a nice picture of us from uh in front of pete's tavern with him so that was that was awesome to finally meet him yeah it was us and the lovely 
uh, Tally, the lunch was awesome. Yeah, and great time. It was great seeing him. Yep. So from there, we go back to the room, and then we get set for the concert that night. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So we go back to the room, catch a little bit of a nap, kind of take a load off because we've been busy the entire day. A lot of walking. This is the beginning of a lot of walking. Well, isn't that special? <laughs> Go back, regroup, get ready. The hotel that we're at has a bar on the first floor called The Rose. We went there. There was absolutely nobody there. We went in there, had a couple drinks, kind of pregame, kind of getting amped up. And at this time, it was torrential rain. However, the great Murph comes through by earlier in the day buying umbrellas and ponchos for us <laughs> because we all walked from the hotel to Madison Square Garden, which is it's it's a nice walk. Now, it's not a nice walk when it's pouring rain out in 40 degrees but we did it we did it yeah and so it's about 10 15 minute walk yeah we get to madison square garden tom and i's both of ours first time getting in there yeah never very been there. similar to to the boston td garden that we yeah. go to no yep. no no much different the one thing i will say though i've never hung out in new york city i just haven't me, me neither it's it's like they just filmed serpico last week Yep. It still looks run down, grimy. It looks 70-ish. It doesn't look like a modern city. It looks like it's every everything in there. It looks like it's from the 70s. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, totally. You yep. know, it's just yeah. it smelled like the city of Worcester. Piss and, and weed. Pot. And that's it all it was. Like yeah. It was either weed. It, yeah, it was either piss or weed. Yeah. Or was, halal food. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so we walk there, we get in, we meet up with the great. Hall of Famer, Jeff Trot. That's right. Trotsky was there. Yep. And the one thing we learned is just like that Seinfeld episode, what do we go be to go through life being a beautiful woman? We we lived that Seinfeld episode. Officer, do you really have to give us a ticket? That was Tally. <sighs> Tally. Oh, man, I want to get that shirt in the merch line. Look at that fucking line. Just give me your card. Okay. She just goes in front. Hi, will you buy me? Can you buy this? Here's my thing. Just fucking guys are like, yeah, I'll buy it. Come here, honey. Give me that. Got us t-shirts and tour books. And bypassed about 75 people. Or if we wanted food, she just get in line. People were like, oh, I'll buy you whatever you want. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Good God. And you know what? She Her beauty's matched inside because she's sweet as hell. Oh, my God. And she's not amazing. conceited at all. She's just she's a, amazing. She's a doll. An yeah. absolute doll. Yep. So apparently Jeff got his own ticket. Fuck him. He's out of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somehow a friend of his uh, couldn't go. So he got like floor seats. Yep. So we kind of had room, three of us, to sit up there where we sat. We were up in, uh, uh, was it one something? I forget where Two it was. Two something. We were up in the 200 section, but the seats were section. good. The seats were very good. Very they, good. They, uh, nice, nice view. It's not like the, when you go to the Boston Garden, there's like a way, way high up 300 section. Yeah. You can't see shit in there. Yeah. We were in the 200 section. So opposite the stage, but a nice clear view. I posted a video of the uh, the opening sequence of the show. So the seats great. were good. So the one thing I wanted to add is Kiss put those like bracelets on. Yeah. And they were on every seat. Of course, Kiss Tards went around oh. stealing a bunch of them from everybody. Yep. So yep. a lot of people went to this seat and like, I don't have one. Yep. I luckily had one. I think you did. I don't think Murph did. Murph did. Murph, we all had them. We all, okay. we, we but all there ended were people up people that didn't have them because people would just grab them from other seats. Yeah. And now those fuckheads are selling them on eBay. Yeah. Fucking assholes. Yep. Complete yep. assholes. So anyways, we get ready for the show. 
But I do want to say one thing about the bracelet. So I've never seen this before in my life. Apparently, it's something that Taylor Swift does at her shows. I thought it was fucking really cool. So you put this little bracelet on. It's got a little light. And then throughout the show, everybody in the arena lights up, you know, cut like simultaneously. So to, whether it's to the beat of the music or to whatever is going on on stage with the pyro and the lights, and it, it really adds an, an extra effect. It's kind they of really, really cool. They have that for the Stanley Cup playoffs, Tom. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so people yeah. can put them on the playoffs. Yeah, but I anyway. thought it was. I, I thought it was a cool thing. And kudos to Kiss for doing something else. And again, the bracelet. This is why people stole them. The bracelet had the end of the road logo. Kiss. It had the date, which these Kiss tards love. The date. It had the date. Oh, it had oh did you get December second? No, I only got December first. Right, I'll see if I can go mug three people for the <laughs> December second bracelet. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so we sit in the seats, and here we go. The second to last kiss show. And I'm going to skip ahead and say to you, and, and this may be deja vu when we, when we talk about the last actual show, but you can take this ep- uh, show out, switch it with one of the other four or five shows we saw during the end of the road. And I wouldn't know the difference. It's the same. Yeah. Murph was funny. Murph goes, why don't you just tell people to go back and listen to the replay of our <laughs> August, 2021 or, or February, 2020 end of the road. Yeah. I mean, uh, same, cause it's same. almost the same thing. So yep. they start off. Guess what? It's a song called Detroit rock city. I don't <gasps> know if you know it. Oh, that's awesome. And guess what they closed with Zeus. Yeah. I, I don't You're not going to believe it. It's unbelievable. Yeah. A rock and roll all night. I know we joke about it, but there's still something about the, I love cur- it. The curtain dropping. It's the- fucking oh, awesome. Woo! And the fire and everything goes off, and the band. It's awesome. Comes, it's still great. This and is then, what I'm. This is what this is what I want to say. For all the shit we give, for all the jokes and ribbing and whatever, when you're at a Kiss show and and all of that shit is gone, all the merch, all the bitching, all, all the, the haters, all, all the, the haters, all, all, all the kit. When it's just you watching the band, that's what it is all about now again we have fun shitting on people and having jokes and picking on you know and having the podcast but the concert the band the music the visuals that's that's what brought us all there and it was yeah. fucking great and then uh, i love the part where he's how you doing people and oh, you, my- go, oh. you can't you can't <laughs> not laugh at that yeah <laughs> and then of course they go right into shout it out loud yep and then paul in his banter how you doing new york this is the 47th time we played New York. We started here and the road ends here in New York. We're a little bit sad tonight. We celebrate a night of joy. We couldn't have done it without you. People over here, people over there. Yeah, he he's does been the doing the same thing. shtick. Thankfully, it's it's he's cut it in half what it used to be. Oh, yeah. My favorite part is when he puts his hand over his eyes. Yeah, I don't point, get that. Like, dude, you're not blinded, but you're still pointing. You're still pointing. I don't understand what I don't somebody else that. isn't doing the pointing. You're pointing to what side. Thank you. I'm sitting there going, now, if he covered his eyes and had gene point. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I didn't. I, I, I'm I. so glad somebody else picked up. on. I'm like, this makes no sense right Why now. Why are you blinding yourself? <laughs> it's you pointing. Uh, you, you said so. Yeah. And then obviously make the animals make the noise. And uh, we're going to go to an old school kiss classic. This one's called Deuce. I used to love it when they just went into Deuce. And didn't have yeah, to no, say no, I, I agree. Yeah, no introduction. And, you know, there's just something about watching kiss play Deuce. Oh, this fucking never gets old, dude. That, that, uh, that nev- there's certain songs <laughs> that never get old. And there are certain songs that get very old, you know, right into War Machine. Then the only thing I would say is the, I love the background. 
I love that image and stuff, but no sirens. Yep. Yep. And then back into something we always have this debate about, does it work? And that is heavens on fire within makeup. Right? <sighs> I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if it's the makeup that makes it not work. I just think it's a great fucking song. I they just don't let it breathe. It's too fast. That, that's thank you. Yeah, that's it. It just doesn't. I don't. It has nothing to me. I don't think it has the makeup. It has to do with the performance, the way they do it live. It just doesn't jive for me. It In just doesn't my work. Heart, you make me shiver and shake. Pause, yeah, it just doesn't. Pause. Pause. Baby, don't stop. Pause. Yeah. It's, this is, you know, it's just, they need to let it breathe. Uh, after that, you get the, how we doing so far? We're just getting started. Uh, this one's from Creatures of the Night. And then here comes your favorite track, Tom. I love it loud. It. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to save some of my comments on these individual tracks when we get to the night two. And I'll, okay. I'll explain, so I'll explain then, why. I just want to kind of give the feedback. It's going to be the same thing the next night. Anyways, Gene's fire. And then, you know, we have stories about our home. Uh, Paul talks about that. He drove a cab in 72 to uh, Elvis was going to perform at MSG. He brought people there. And one day you're going to see me and kiss here. Mm -hmm. uh, here's a song from Sonic Boom that you can sing with us. Dud. And he does say, yeah. Dud. Um, let's go back to the beginning. Another little classic. We played this one in a little club called Coventry in 72. I'm Wrong. like, 72? Wrong. Exactly. And what are you talking about? They did play in 72. <laughs> they just went by Wicked Lester. Oh, you guys, if you did, if you spent a little time researching. Uh, they didn't because it's called Cold Gin and Ace wasn't in the band then. Correct. So video showing old clips into Tommy's extended solo. He shoots shit up the fucking sky. You know, just it's, he's it's fine not. doing that stuff. He's got the little guitar. He shoots things. And stuff. I don't know if Ace was doing that shit before, but. Then he goes into that alive solo. Like oh yeah, thing like he doesn't need to hit Ace's solo. Don't, don't do it. Don't yeah, do it. It's from alive. We need to like stop. It's still stop. Ace. You're asking for trouble when you play it. I agree. But anyways, uh, let's keep going. This one's from '83. Some of you weren't even born. Why didn't you say that about the '74 songs you off the debut? Why '83? Exactly. But then they go into "Lick It Up," and I don't care what you say. I fucking love it a lot. And I, I like how this. they start when, when they start without. And it's just Paul, not the oh, guitar. Yeah. I agree. Don't want to wait till you know it. I agree. I've said I've said this before. Any live version of Lick It Up is ten times better than the studio version to, to me. Because because the studio version, I could I could live without some for something. They they kick it up a notch when they perform that live. Just that riff. Yeah, when it's, they it, going sounds to, so, it sounds so crunchy when they do it live. Yep, I agree. Fantastic. Man, it looks awesome from here. Uh, so you're looking at us. We're looking at you. Better call out the doctor. I'm not talking about any doctor. And then Gene will do the no, no, no. Oh, he yeah. Was, he was so playful. He was funny. I'm talking about your favorite doctor. And then they do calling Dr. Love. And Gene was very funny about this. Oh, Even at the yeah, end. He, 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 added, he, added, the he added yeah, he added a little something extra there at the end. And he's like, do you know why? And he's like, no, I don't. Why? Yeah. Little girl. Little, yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Like, that was <laughs> kind of cool. Yeah. And then they get into making love. Whippy. Some people one thing, love that song. I'll the one you. thing I will say about making love. The that again, I'm sorry. I'm gonna sound like an ace cult here or a Tommy hater. That's one of my favorite ace solos ever. Tommy, I love you. We give you proper credit when you deserve it. 
you can't do the, you can't do the a solo on making love. You just can't do it. Yeah, I, I I'm, I'm I used to really like this song. I just got tired of it. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the song. The solo rips though on Rock and Roll Over. Uh Paul and Tommy do a fucking oh god, dude, banjos type of fucking guitar this solo. This is one of the worst things they have ever added to the show. I know we've seen it before, I so don't it wasn't stand new. It. Like who it's said awful. this is a good idea? It's awful. Whose ego says like let's put this in? Fans want to see this. It's awful. I've never seen anything like like a like a like an additional guitar solo segment. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, and then Paul on the mic. If you feel we can take it up a notch, we're not looking for followers. We're looking for leaders. I got a feeling we could turn this place into a psycho circus. Whippy psycho circus, Tom. No, I've I've told you before. I don't mind this live. I know you oh, hate it, but that's okay. Fucking terrible, terrible song. And then they go into Eric solo, and then they come out of Eric solo into a little tiny bit of a hundred thousand years, mm-hmm. and then right into. God of Thunder. Now we saw this from far, and then we'll see it the next night up close. Wait, the God of Thunder is just—it's like a performance. It is a performance, like right—the horror stuff. They've perfected this over time, like Gene's Gene movements, Gene's but now, actions. Now he he does happen. like these. He does like these like twitchy movements, yeah. like a, like like a like a Universal monster, like a horror movie, like not like he, or something. Like he doesn't like, like he doesn't just sit there and like in like slam the bass. Like he does things with his hand, like he, like yeah. a monster. Yeah, it's fucking like awesome. Japanese horror film, like yeah. a, like the ring great. or something, whatever. Yeah. Like, ah, ah, ah. And then also yeah. when the when the bell rings, dude. that's the best. Fucking part. And he just like ah, oh, blood coming out and something about the bell because the uh, just ah, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, fucking awesome. Oh. By the way, by the way, let's back up real quick for a split second. We didn't talk about how Eric is still folding laundry during his solo. Yes, just but just we will just, say Eric looked a thousand times livelier. Totally agree. I agree. Right? We both said he looked we, like we, he had some energy. We said that during the show. We both looked at each other and be like, Eric's Eric's on tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yep. still doing the laundry bit. I don't get, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. And stop uh, chewing gum. <laughs> uh, Paul ends God of Thunder with this is the second to last stop. This is it. This is the end of the road. Every time I play in my hometown, I've tried my best. I love being here. I want to come out here and be with you, but you have to invite me. No, no. Say my name as loud as you can. One, two, three. No. <laughs> they call his name. All of a sudden. Oh, uh, this is New York. You can do this better. So catch your breath. I know you can do it better. If I was a gambling or a better man, I said third time's a charm. One, two, three. They call his name. Love gun. He flies across. I said this to you then. I'll say it to all our listeners. Love gun live. It's taken away not having Paul on stage. And the I'll song, tell you right now, the we song didn't really- does not look right. It doesn't sound right. It, it's just different. Well, well jumping ahead. It's really fucked up when you're sitting up front like we were for the for night number two. Yeah, and Paul's behind you. Yeah, it's I didn't like it at all. It's distracting from the yep. song. It's, it's distracting. It, yeah, because you don't know where to look. Yeah, like you're back and forth looking back. You're like Love Gun is a top five popular kiss song. Yep. It should be one of the main attractions. Paul is taking it upon himself because he has nothing else and he needs something to put attention on himself. Correct. So I'm gonna fly across over there. Correct. And sing that. Yep. So Paul flies across. Uh, can I stay out here, people, for a couple songs? 
you got to sing this song. It's simple. You got to sing. And then it's, I was made for loving you. Yep. Which always sounds better live than. I, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, that's a song where I love, I love the dynasty version, but I remember the first time I heard it on the alive three version. And I was like, fuck, this song kind of translates yeah. good into a rock song. Yeah. 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 And uh, so Paul flies back because he's doing black diamond now. Yep. And what can we say, but you know, see ya. And then encore. Like Black Diamond, I don't care. I love the song. It's just not a fucking. I don't know. It it, it doesn't grab me because it's not Peter singing it. I, I mean, don't. Eric I, can do a fine job, but uh, it's 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 not that important anymore because it's not Peter. Yeah, I will say this: it has nothing to do with Eric Singer. You know, as the Catman type thing. I don't like. That song to me kicks ass because of Peter's raspy, growling yes. vocals. Eric Singer, I, he's got a great singing voice. I think he can really sing. I think he neuters a lot of what makes Black Diamond a ballsy song when yeah. he sings it. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. It doesn't. It just. It's it, not. It doesn't work. It's not important anymore. No. So they leave. They come back with Eric and the piano and Beth for encore. One of the worst fucking things in the history of this band they've ever done. I can't, I, I hate it. I hate every and bit again, of it. And again, he does a decent job singing it. It doesn't okay. move me. It does yeah. nothing for me. Nope. Uh, and then he they ask New York, would you honor this photo? They take the photo. And then this is where he gets all choked up. I remember yeah. the first time we played here. I can believe my, my mom and dad are over there. Gene's mom was over there. It was a magical night. And this is a magical night too. And Paul's choked up when he's saying this. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, here's a song from Destroyer, and then they do Do You Love Me? The balloons come down, uh, the montage is going, and then right into rock and roll night and fucking confetti everywhere. And then you're like, This was the uh warm up for tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? And uh, then that's and then that's when the anticipation starts. Are they gonna do anything? Then we start hearing things. Maybe they're gonna do this, maybe they're gonna do that, maybe they're gonna do nothing. All sorts of shit are going on. And so we head back to the hotel and then there's a, the two brothers pizza place. We grab and grab slices for at like, what? Oh, midnight. Midnight. Or something like that. Dude, two slices and a soda for four bucks. <laughs> oh crap. That's an incredible deal. I can't even get a deal like that for slices. Uh, I'll, I'll have a couple of the meat lovers pizza in a, in a fountain coal over there. Which kind, whatever you got, I'll take a diet slice. If you got any, um, yeah, there's nothing like being hungry late night and then- oh, and having New York pizza. It was fucking oh, perfect. It was perfect. Perfect. Yep. Uh, yep. We go back to the room, pass out, wake up with a fucking half-eaten slice of pizza breathing oh, in my face. God. Um, and then the only thing we really planned on doing the next day was we wanted to go see the physical graffiti building, the Led Zeppelin where they filmed yep. it. Yep. And uh, Rolling Stones video for waiting on a friend. Yep. So. We 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 get ready to go, and we met with uh, who came with us? Backpack Brad from the Slam Fest podcast, staying in our same hotel. He's up on the twentieth floor. We're on the seventh floor. He had a wonderful view. We had a view of a fucking dumpster. Um, so we we met up with him, and so it was me, you, Murph, Brad, Tally, and, and Gary. Gary yep, yep. So we, we went to the physical graffiti location. 
took some pictures, looked around, and it was gorgeous. That day was it was almost like 60 degrees that day and sunny. It was fucking awesome. Except the building in the neighborhood was not. No, it was not. It was not. It was like it was like fucking garbage. It was just yeah. smelled of piss and shit. And when you think of garbage, <laughs> think of Akeem. And uh there was like remember that bike that was there? We we're like, oh, oh my shit, God. someone tied up my bike. It was like an ace bike. It looked like it was, somebody ate the damn thing. It was like rats were gnawing on the seat. The, the back, back wheel was all, all fucked up. Dead, didn't you? Oh shit, I, I I had a little accident last night, but uh I still think the bike's in pretty good condition. I was trying to pop a wheelie. Kind of lost control. Sorry. So then uh, the funniest thing is trying to find like uh, a bunch of kiss tars, trying to find somewhere to eat for lunch and all of us get on the same page. Oh, my God. That was awesome. Oh. That was funny. Yeah. So we ended up walking. We we kept walking. it, But in, in between the walking was me trying to find a place to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know where I don't. This is probably why New York smells like piss, because there's no public restrooms. We were stopping in everywhere. Either they didn't have bathrooms or they were locked and you had to buy something. All of a sudden, we see on the corner a hospital. We run in and Zeus is like, I just just ready to run in. Zeus is like, hey, we got, we're early for our appointment. We got to, can we use the bathroom? She's like, who's your appointment? I'm just like, I got to go fucking take a piss. You could figure this one out. Meanwhile, we're wearing like kiss jerseys and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so then we walked, then we walked over to a place called Molly's, uh, all the, these bars are awesome. They're, t- they're narrow and long and tight. Uh, and miraculously, we got a we got a, we sat in a corner table, round table with us. Ate like kings, beer, food, app sandwiches. Fucking really good time. The weather was perfect. Everybody was in a good mood. Everybody was kind of excited because they knew it was the final show coming up. What's going to happen? So we hit some Irish bar called Patty McGuire's. Uh, we went there, had a beer or two, hung around in the back, and then we're looking around, and I think we didn't realize that we stumbled upon like a college bar because all these young girls looking at these dirty old men, like, what the fuck are you guys doing here right now? So apparently, this must have been like the equivalent of going to like a specific bar in Boston on a Saturday afternoon, having a bunch of fifty-year-olds walk in there. Um, so that was whatever. We had a good time. We were kind of tying one on, feeling good. Um, uh, walk back to the hotel. And uh, that's when we just start to regroup. Yeah. And then what we did is, we're, you know, everybody had, there was 50 million things going on. We didn't want to jump in. Like, it was overwhelming the whole weekend. Everybody's like, was. go here, do this, do this. It was. So we're like, we're at the hotel. We have enough people that we're getting along with that we don't need more. So all we did is put a little post out there. Hey, loudcasters, we're going to be at the hotel bar. If you guys yep. want to meet with us there and drink there and meet and we'll walk all down there. Yep. Well, we didn't expect it, but about 15, 20 people showed up. That was fucking awesome. It was great. There was nobody there but us, which was perfect. And Brad brought his big Bluetooth speaker, kindly yep. asked the bartender, hey, can you turn off this, uh, you know, dance music, whatever you have? We're going to kind of take over. And the guy was like, yeah, I don't care. So then Brad went around and everybody in the bar had a chance. We went chronological order by album. And so he'd be like, okay, Zeus, you got uh, Crazy Nights. What song do you want to play? And then that would be the song. He'd be like, all right, Murph, you got Hot in the Shade. What song do you want to play? Whatever. So we went through the entire catalog, and it worked out perfectly because when we reached the end, it was right around 7 o'clock, and that's when we – the weather was beautiful. That's when we all stormed uh, Madison Square Garden. It was it was awesome. Yeah, but before we did that, yep. let's just give a shout-out to those that we did see there. So yeah. we had Michael Galante showed up. Awesome. And Bean and her husband showed up. Awesome to meet all these people. Joe Decker and his buddy showed up. 
Yep. Peter Drosos and his buddy showed up. Gary Cap showed up. Uh, Brad was there. Uh, who was the other one? Oh, obviously the lovely Tally, me, you, Thanis, Akredides was there. Yep. Uh, Jepson. And the one and only Kevin Jepson. Giggity, 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 giggity. That was a great fucking time. I'm telling you, like Zeus said, we wanted to get everybody together. So we put something out, meet us here, and we were thrilled with the response and having Kiss music. Everybody was in such a good mood. A lot of people meeting each other for the very first time and only knowing these names through social media and podcasts and stuff. So meeting each other, hanging out, seeing each other, drinking, talking Kiss, and just having that energy of like, holy shit, we're here together. And we're all walking to Madison Square Garden for the last Kiss show. It was it was pretty friggin' awesome. So what's great is we're in the bar. The bar is in the back room of the lobby. Yes. So once you walk in the lobby, then there's like a black curtain. You go oh, pull the black curtain behind and you walk into the bar. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, nobody will know this, but let me go spray the back curtain. Oh, so when someone walks in, they're going to be like, what the fuck? So I, I didn't realize how strong this one was. This I was- sprayed the back curtain. And at that time, Tally had come down uh, from upstairs. Poor, and poor the, sweet, poor lovely it, Tally. Opened the curtain, walked in, was like, what the fuck? I didn't realize, but all you guys started smelling it in there. It literally smelled like the NYPD police horse unit shit in the bar. The funny thing is. This did not smell like farts. This did not smell like human shit. It smelled like. Horse manure. I don't know what that was. <laughs> the the lady was bringing some people were ordering food at the bar, and she was like carrying the food in, and she had this look of like she came, she came out of the face. she came out of the back room with food, and I don't know how she didn't drop the food or throw up. <laughs> Gag that oh, that old just area brutal, brutal. Oh my god! But anyways, wonderful time. Then we all started heading down and did that walk, which was just, you know, it, what's great about it is we had no idea where we were walking into. So all expectations yeah. were all over the place. Yep. We had met another couple that was at the hotel that was there for Kiss. They followed along with us. Yep. We were just all loving it, walking yeah. in. You could feel the the vibe was just incredible. The energy, everybody was excited. The weather was nice. People taking their time. Just taking in the sights t- and just feeling that energy of like, holy shit, like th- we're all here together. It was just, it was really cool. So what was great is we also had the chance because our our, fra- our friends, David LaGreca and and Bully Ray, the wrestler, were there. Yes. And I was texting with them back and forth. So we wanted to say hello because we never saw them yet. So right. uh, we did get a chance. We found them. Bully Ray is one massive fucking human being. I shook his hand. I thought he was going to take my arm off and beat me with it. Dude, his chest, like his upper body, just looked like a brick wall. So while we're there, I'm wearing my Kiss 73 Ninja Jersey fucking shirt, which is incredible. You've got your Gene Simmons. Right as we see them, this couple, I think from Germany, was like, oh, look, you guys have the same shirts as us. Yep. And they had the exact the same shirts and the, the 73 kiss one. And yeah. we took a photo with them. And then we're like, Hey, let's take a photo with a uh, bully and them. And he goes, yeah, you want me to take a photo? And he's like, yeah. 
He pulls Tally in. He takes a selfie of him and Tally. But then when they take the photo, he picks her up like fucking Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. And holds her in his arms. Dude, he is huge. And then and, and then as we're walking back to the concourse, a guy dressed as I think was Paul Stanley from like dressed to kill, you know, the suit. And the, yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, Tom and Zeus. We're like, what? He introduced himself. We got us. We got our picture taken with him. There's more where that came from, too. After the show, there's more stories like that. Dude, Just we running had that the in, whole run, weekend running into loudcasters all weekend. It was friggin incredible. It was awesome. Absolutely. And it's always Patrick, Patrick, I believe his name was. So forgive me if I'm wrong. funny with those. Yeah. Is that people like would always be like, who the fuck are these two idiots? Yeah. People taking a photo with. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. The fuck? They're not anybody I know or recognize. Yeah. But that happened throughout. Then we have to go down into the floor. Uh, We walk in. I can see that that Allison girl is doing her interviews live. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, they had set up a stage on the star where Paul lands for Love Gun. Like that's that that was kind of what they were using for a stage, I believe. Yeah, and um, she basically was interviewing people and stuff. And uh, it mean, don't get me wrong, it 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 was interesting and stuff, but uh, it was Allison Hagendorf, and um, then we get to our seats. When we are in our seats, and this is like second row, we're both like, holy shit. Second row. to the to Second row to the point that when the curtain was up, you couldn't even get a picture of it because you were you were in front of it. Like, you, you couldn't, you, you were just looking up at it. Yeah, I, I mean, I will never forget the anticipation when, oh, right. Oh and you're hearing that, and your second row. And the thing drops and Kiss is coming down from the ceiling and all the fireworks and the fire is like torching your eyebrow here, eyebrows here. And at that time, I purposely left my my phone in my pocket. I wanted to take this in just naturally. Now, of course, I videoed and photo thought, but for this thing, I wanted to see this with my naked eye on the second row and holy fucking shit. Seeing Detroit Rock City from there, hearing them, how you doing, people? Uh, when just I see, see seeing the seeing the pods come down, them get yeah. off and then take their place on the stage, just and then Gene hamming it up. Oh my! I God. know, I know, it's not true, but you know when you see Gene up there, he looks and acts like he's pointing to you and right having a you. conversation, and yep. so he'll point to you, he'll point to him, he'll point to you, and he does his head, and you're like, yeah, yeah, throughout the show. I would swear that, oh, no, 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 me and Gene had a connection. And I bet you the guy to my right is saying, no, 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 no. Gene was doing I, that to me. We and all Tom thought was that. Saying the same. Yeah. Amazing. Gene yep. was on fire. Being that fucking close, seeing that performance, completely different than seeing it from the other side. Oh, my God. We were Abs- absolutely stunning. And it made it made things like God of Thunder. Just oh, that. God. Just that. I mean, sitting right in front of Gene during the, the whole blood spitting thing with the fog. And because we're in the second row, the fog starts to overtake oh, us. Oh, yeah. You you can't even see anything. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was it was just insane. And so if you notice, we just skipped to like different parts of the because oh, yeah. it's it's exactly it's the same. same. It's exactly I will say this, okay. The concert was just as good as the next the previous night. Yep. If you switch the nights and put me in front again I probably wouldn't be able to tell you what night was what night. There's not one difference. And one was the last 
performance they supposedly yep. ever did. Which is sad as shit. Yep. So in the end, it's basically the same show. Oh, absolutely. Nothing is different. And we'll comment about that part afterwards. Even the banter. But the show, the show everything is the same. No yep. surprises. Nobody comes out. No extra details. No thank you. Nothing. Nothing. Ah, no nothing. thank you to the crew, past members, family. It's just thank you. We love you. The same shit. Except for Paul adds something else at the end of this last performance and that is yeah paul says you know this may something along the lines of this may be the end of the road but at the, at, at the end of every road there's a new path or something and then everyone is like what the fuck and then it gets dark and then on the screen we get the promo video for kiss avatar and then on the side screens scan here for the qr code and everybody is looking at each other in stunned silence. Like what in the holy fuck is going on? Yeah. Walking out of that arena should have been an emotional experience, which it still was should have been a powerful experience, which it was for the wrong reasons. Instead, you had a lot of people walking out of there going, huh? Yeah. Because what? Tom, don't forget. All of a sudden, God gave rock and roll to you like it normally plays you out as you leave. There's all of a sudden a cartoon. A cartoon, right. Yeah, I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think that was like the big surprise or something. They're like, okay, this is this animated kiss thing doing like Scooby-Doo shit. Yeah. Doing God gave rock and roll to you. I'm like, okay. And then as people keep talking, then you get these, then you get these emails saying, you know, there's a countdown. There's going to be a video at midnight and all that. And everyone's like, what the fuck is going? What is this? So before we do that, we leave the building. We meet up at, in front of Madison Square Garden. Yes. There's some sort of rumbling or rumor. Like, hey, did you guys get this? I'm like, get what? Oh, don't even get me going. Get what? All of a sudden, Jepson or someone's like, yeah, somebody gave me this. And it's this fucking certificate. I'm like, oh, I saw that. They're supposed to give those away. If you got the video, the, pay, the pay-per-view, so I didn't think anything of it. Well, some people had gotten them. Other people didn't get anything. So all of our friends came out from different entrances and we exits. Yep. So some got it. A couple people got it, but most of us did not. And then all of a sudden you started hearing people going, where the fuck should you get that? I didn't get that. Everybody outside is like, by the way, what's that video you saw? What the fuck is that? But- Nobody walked out of there. I swear to God. Through our friends or anybody surrounded, because we all ended up in front at Penn Station in Madison Square Garden. Not one person that ever said, Wow, incredible. Wow. Nope. Everybody's like, What the fuck? They didn't call anybody out. They didn't do anything. There's nothing that just ended like normal. And then other people were bitching that they didn't get a gold fucking certificate. Then other people bitching, like, What's that fucking cartoon? Other people bitching, going, Yeah, I just spent $10,000 on this last fucking thing. And all I got was a QR code. The last days that Kiss stepped on their fucking dick. Now, from a business perspective, everybody was talking about it, and they got everybody to get online and go on their website, the YouTube page. People are still talking about it. I know that, but you, but you said it. Those gold bought that wasn't just a certificate. That was a twenty-four carat bar of gold, not replica, not plastic, not metal. I don't know. I still to this day, and people are talking about it. People are trying to figure out what the fuck happened with that debacle because they were only supposed to be limited 
to 950 and given to people from the pay-per-view. Certain Madison Square Garden people were handing them out. And they to me, that sounds them, Tom. They exactly. pocketed them exactly. and they fucking are selling them all now for $2,000 online. Exactly. So you're right. People are talking about what the fuck is up with the gold bar. Why didn't I get one? What the fuck is this cartoon, the avatar? What's the QR code? What's happening at midnight on their page? Why what is going any, on? They didn't thank anybody. They didn't thank the crew. They didn't bring anybody up. There was no fucking celebration. Hey, I didn't know if that was night one or night two that just ended. So nobody was walking out of there saying, wow, I saw it all. Thank you, kiss. That which leads me right, which leads me to my jumping off point here. And a lot of other people said this and we kind of were kind of retweeting, et cetera, et cetera. If you want to do this avatar QR new era of kiss thing, fine. To have that be the way you end your touring career, your final show as an advertisement, scan the QR code. Are you fucking kidding me? Zeus, the word you use, and I will continue to use it and give you credit. It was a soulless way to wrap it up. You used the final show as an advertisement for your fucking YouTube website page. tell you how it went i can tell you how it went whatever they sold their shit to because we were hearing all sorts of rumors dude in, it, i the bet you they're like it is it's, it's, it's industrial light and magic they do star wars movies yeah i bet you they were like whatever deal they did with kiss it like we want to market it that night i don't know if we should do that we'll give you an extra million dollars because i think that will get all eyes on it talking about it sure no problem like they didn't say, listen, out of respect, we need to wrap us our stuff up. We could still build it up. They wouldn't have lost any momentum if they did it this weekend. Hey, what? we know you guys enjoyed this weekend, but guess what? We have something new for you from Kiss starting on this. Or even do this, even or even do what we hope that they do. You know, a, a, a thank you, a video montage. Thank videos of Eric Carr, Mark St. John, Bruce Kula. Do that. And then I'm not saying to not. I mean, I guess I kind of am saying that the avatar thing at the end is bullshit, but the fact that you combine that with zero, zero recognition for this being your final touring experience at your home at Madison Square Garden and just saying, scan your QR code here. I just thought it was absolutely I mean, it was one of the lowest points and it made me sad to think that a lot of the memories of this weekend are going to be that it's not going to be the only memory. But I was disgusted, and it's funny, Zeus, and I was thinking about this. As the night progressed, as we're walking back to Two Brothers Pizza, as we get to the hotel, our brains started processing what was happening, and we were all getting fucking heated the more we talked, the more we thought about what happened. Yeah, there was, again, nobody was happy. Nobody. Nobody. We were there. We were in the middle of it. So the problem is, too, on on, on in addition to that is, which gets back to, like, now you got all the haters jumping out. Exactly. And they fucking plastered the KISS Facebook groups, KISS uh, social media. Go ahead. Ah, suckers, fucking losers. Ha, ha, ha. Now, they're fucking bozos anyways, because I don't understand someone going through life that goes purposely out of their way. That to not say something on your own page and defend yourself and say, I was right, but right. to go to others, to yep. be like, ha ha, you lost. Like, 
I, I don't know who lost last year's Super Bowl. The the Eagles? The Eagles. I I had no dog in that fight. I'm not going on the Eagles fucking fan page like, ah, suckers, you yep. lost. Ah, you fucking losers. You fell for it. You bought Super Bowl tickets and they lost. Ah, the fuck is wrong with people? Seriously, and, what is wrong with them? And then to add. Did they win the, the kiss prize, Tom? Did they win their kiss fucking hate prize? Oh, I won. And then to add, and then, and then see that, that I expect. And that annoys me as much as, and that annoys me as much as annoys you. But to compound the annoyance and the frustration and why this has been a fucking horrendous week for me on Kiss social media, I can't fucking stand it. Is no, the people, is the people who then say, what's the big deal? If you don't like it, you don't have to buy it. You're, you're, what's the big deal? Are you people, are you guys? sucking the dick of kiss so badly that you have no critical thought at all that you can't look at something and be like, huh, that's kind of weird. Wow. You know, I, I might not like it, but like, instead of being like, well, if you don't like it, don't do it. This is the same company that did kiss caskets and kiss toilet paper. What do you like? So that, so that, that, that it's just constant judging. So I can't say that I think that's stupid because what, what's then don't, don't, don't participate in it. Okay, so we're just going to be robots. We're going to we're going to have no thought. We're going to have no analysis of anything that this band that we love does. We're just going to be like, eh, shrug your shoulder. Yeah, I'll, I'll suck Gene's dick. I'll buy whatever he does. It's fine. It's no big deal. I have no brain. Yeah, so we can have a thought, and, and it's like because you can't make anybody happy. So if you criticize, then you have to criticize all the way. You have to admit right. you're a fucking idiot. Somebody actually said that. Somebody actually said that. They said you're either all in or not, and I'm like. Dude, what the fuck? What do you have a zero tolerance policy as a Kiss fan? Yeah, and there are other people like, you know, again, social media. Everybody's fucking Facebook group and pages are getting destroyed with fucking assholes, and people are noticing ruining it. all the fun. Every people have sent to us messages like, "Dude, who are these new people on your site?" They're fucking yep. have crowded over and taken. Everything is like a fucking argument, a fight. Somebody's an asshole. Somebody's a pussy. Somebody's an idiot. Somebody's a fucking which wannabe. Is why, which is why we have had to, and I can't believe we're doing this. We have had to turn on post approval. Yeah. Because we're, people we're, were banning people. We're fucking we're, kicking people. I'm not dealing all, with this shit. It's all, and it's, t- and it's tough to deal with. We, 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 we follow, obviously, like you guys, we follow a ton of Facebook groups and Everybody's we see other, them. other people, other people being like, is everybody noticing how like how the the kiss world has just like deteriorated this week? Yep. I mean, I get it. I get that a lot of people are unhappy or confused or what the fuck. But but to see like th- there's like there's like absolute vitriol out there. Yeah. Like like stuff is like digressing into just horrendous like personal attacks and hate. I mean, put it this way: as moderators of our group, we're getting messages from Facebook. You know, th- these people have violated the community standards on policies of bullying and harassment. Like it's gotten to that point where like Facebook is jumping in on what people are doing. People get a fucking grip. Again, I know me and Zeus have been sitting here for two hours bitching about it. But at the end of the day, we can put our heads on our pillow at night and sleep soundly knowing that we still love our band. This isn't changing the way we function as humans. No, our release is this podcast. We can exactly. express our opinion. But guess what? When this podcast is over. I go back to work. I go back to do my thing. I, I, yes. I have a life. I don't sit there like, let me go jump on this Facebook group because somebody said something positive about Kiss. I have to ruin their fucking day. Like, I mean, what I, the fuck is I, wrong I, with I, you? 
I saw a couple people like when we were posting, we were posting some things, having some fun about the the images on Spotify Music and Apple Music and Amazon Prime, how it's the avatar. And people are like, well, big deal. I'll just listen to my my CDs and my vinyl. What does that have anything to do with what we're talking about? No one's telling you that you can't like I don't, the 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 mentality of I'm going to be a psycho this way, and then the mentality of I don't give a shit that way. I think they're both terrible. How can you not have any kind of opinion on this at all and be a fan? Yeah, I've seen people put up pictures of the first, the original four, and be like, "This is the original kiss. Oh, Kisses ended when these four weren't playing together." So exhausting. That's a that, fact. Yeah, it's so. People exhausting. Are like, I think you don't understand what a fact means. Exactly. That's not a fact. That's your fucking opinion. And yep. other, if you don't like it, then don't. Why do you have to fucking tell everybody about it? Go fuck yourself. And then somebody will comment on that. Like somebody will be like, oh, you know, I, I, I love all areas. Well, if you love all areas, you must lo-. like, and then, it, and then that's when it turns to 15 comments later and it turns into a fucking hate fest. It gets, it's disgusting. And it's not just our loudcasters group. We follow a bunch of other pages and it's getting ugly out there. I'll give you a it, quick it, example. As we're talking, somebody put a picture of the avatars and these kiss tards put up in, I love kiss, but I think they may have jumped the shark on this one. Not a fucking. Not like, that's not, not controversial. A, yeah, that's just like his opinion. Okay. Yeah. Why not just stop complaining? See, that, that's, that's what the comment back. That's my point. And that's the kiss tarp that's the fucking ones. Oh, no, like he can't say that he doesn't like it. Like, fuck off. That's what I think is worse. Telling somebody to not complain. Like, I don't know. Or that I know we don't it, complain enough. Only certain people can complain. Yeah. I mean, it's, I know this is this is this isn't Festivus. We're trying to not get too festivized here, but we can't help it. So we have a couple different aspects we can look at this. Number one, I look at is let just just go to forget the fucking whole thing about the avatars and all that other shit and coming up. They ended the show. Yes. It was no different than any other show they ended end of the road. We've there seen, I think, no five or six. Sh- we've think, think, seen, I think, five or six end of the road shows. Oh, we've seen at least ten if you include the cruises the last two years. Well, yeah, okay. I was, I was, I right? was, yeah, I wasn't. No, I'm just cruises. saying, we've seen the set list. We've seen it all. Right. Okay. It all's the same. Yep. There was nothing different. That could have been Manchester 2022. Yeah. That we just uh, saw. Exactly. And we wouldn't know the difference. Nope. Okay. No, at the end, we want to thank all our members. We want to thank all our friends. You know, I mean, they did say thank you, but I'm like, they they didn't thank the crew. They didn't thank their own families. They didn't thank Eric and Mark who aren't with us this day. Thank you, Peter and Ace. They don't want to look in the past. But who gives a fuck? It's your last show ever. I'm just saying, that's why on their website now it has the avatars and it says a new Fuck the avatars. I'm not talking about the avatars. I'm just saying, the end of the show, this show ended. I get it. That's it. So, in and of itself, that's complaint number one. Okay. Oh, dude, that's 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 the biggest complaint is that they didn't. I, I'm not expecting Ace and Peter or Bruce to be a yep. fine. I know we wanted that, but to not even come out and do some kind of special thank you. Yeah, a passionate like, hey guys, I'll, just want to say, Kiss has been my life. You guys have been my life. Thank like, you. Pass thank the micro. Pass the microphone yes. around. And just and just have have Gene say something. Have Eric say something. Have Tommy. You know, five it, minutes each. Right. Right. And I and I'll tell you what. That show Saturday night started 15 minutes early. Yeah. So they and can I do know, the fucking QVR. Code exactly. Shit. Exactly. So when it started at eight, I remember looking at you and Murph. I'm like, that's when I started. I'm like, oh, so maybe something's going on at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So that's complaint number one. 
Yep. No difference. No nothing. recognition. Nothing. nothing. Nobody knows that's the last show ever. And at Number the end, and you know what else I noticed too? At the end on the screen, just like Friday night, Kiss loves you, New York. Same yeah. fucking screen as if it was a regular show. Yep. Yep. Nothing. They put that on pay per view for what? For what? What did you see that you didn't see anything else? I agree. The fact that they did it made us all think they're got to be doing something different. You you just hit the nail on the head. That's exactly why they did it because they thought final show. I gotta get this on pay per view. They're gonna do something unique and historical. Something's gonna happen. And something's they did gonna nothing. Some, exactly. They something's did gonna happen. Nothing. Yep. Yep. So there's another big middle finger. Yep. And another little aspect of it. This didn't affect us. But apparently the people watching the pay-per-view, if they wanted to watch it a second time, all of a sudden now they can't see Beth. Well, which is probably a plus. I would have paid extra for that. But that's interesting. Peter, that's Peter getting involved. Peter, you know, I think it's still petty. They could have oh, worked. That. I don't know it. if they paid I love it. it. I if love they it. paid it, could they overcome it? No, or I think the right. I, I think it's a different set of rights. I think the. I think somebody yeah, so said. So wouldn't they have a right to pay for it and be like, all right, here's your money. We'll pay for that specific. Yeah, and they're probably like, we're not going to pay. This is part of our show, so we have to pay for it. We don't give a shit if you see it again on on replay. Yeah, but that's my point. They pay for it, you fucking cheap bastards. Right, right. I don't know if they could or even if or Peter was like, I don't care how much you're paying me. You're not getting it. Yeah. Another thing, too. Another thing, too, I want to say, and this is this pay-per-view thing was a perfect example of how it's impossible to accurately criticize or critique, I should say, a YouTube video or a pay-per-view video. Okay, because in real time during the show. Me and you were watching the show, and we're not blind, we're not deaf, we're not stupid. I thought the band sounded pretty good. Very I good. thought I thought Paul sounded when he was talking to the crowd, his voice was a mess. Yeah. I thought he sung within his capacity. I thought Gene sounded great. I'm looking at comments on Twitter, comments on Facebook. People are like, this is fucking embarrassing. This band, the band sounds terrible. Gene's yeah. Gene can't even move. Paul sounds like shit. The camera work sucks. I'm like. I don't know. We're not we're not kiss tards. I didn't see that at all or experience that. I at didn't all. feel it at all. I thought P- Paul sounded as good as he sounded on the end of the road. It's not gonna sound perfect. But tracks and he's backing tracks. That's why Zeus. Yeah, I can't tell. I mean, I honestly I said the same thing. How many times do you talk? Tom, Tom, is this live? What do you think? We're in the You're second like, we're, we're in, we we were in the second row and I and I couldn't I but it looked after like he was a while when you're there, you don't want to play the game. No, like, oh, is he fucking? Is this real? No. Not, I'm just enjoying myself. Soak I lost track exactly. Soak it in. Let somebody, all the fucking idiot with the laser and fucking Zapruder film, break it down whether he's not singing or whatever. Yep. To me, yep. it made it so it seemed like he was good enough for me. I don't fucking care. So I thought he did a fine job, and the band sounded great. So yep. we got rid of that part. Now the next part is the timing. Okay, that's the now, fuck up. Now they put a QR code up. Yep. If that QR code said, "Hey, I was there at Madison Square Garden. I you you got this. You will have a thing where a you video. Can get a video this copy of that." How, that's a nice little memento to give the Kiss fans. It's walking brilliant. Out. It's it's brilliant. It's, it's innovative. It, it's creative. It's innovative. But not it's this shit. Yeah, this is like buy our shit. So it just reminds me, this whole weekend was a sales job. But we know that, Get the Metro card, get the fucking newspapers, go to the pop-up shop. Here's a QR code, buy some more shit. It's like, it's just cold. How much more of a cash register do we have to be? Like, can't you let us breathe and just appreciate you for a week? Give us a week. We just appreciate the band retiring. 
But I agree with know, you. Because I watched that video and the video was interesting. And I hated great. it. I fucking hate it. It made me more pissed <laughs> off than ever. I hated no, it. I thought it was interesting. I didn't think it, it was, was interesting. No, 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 I didn't say it wasn't interesting. <laughs> but I didn't hate it. Like, I, what's the big deal? It is what it is. They already fr- fucking you know what, you, scammed me. You know what frustrated me? You know what frustrated me and surprised me? I thought this was a Gene thing. This was all Paul. Gene barely talked during that 30 minute interview. That was all Paul. And that shocked me because I thought this was all Gene. Yeah. So I bet you that company or whatever deal they have, it was like, we want to put this right after the end of the road because we think we'll get the most eyes in contact. And I and they were that. right. And that's and that's okay. Unless you're going to do what we wanted them to do. If you're not going to do that, then here's what you here's what you could have done. Here's what you could have done. If you're not going to do a big goodbye and have people up or do a video or do a thank you, end the show, keep people in suspense by putting a QR code up there. Scan it. Then people will be like, oh, shit, something's up tomorrow. What's that? And then tomorrow you could be like, wow, what the hell is this? Rather than ending your final show with a two-minute sales pitch on on the new era of KISS. That's the thing that pisses me off. No space to breathe. Nothing. No space to breathe. No. And when you add that all up, it just, it's hard to defend. So remember I said about Ace? Yep. He makes it hard to like him. It yes. makes it hard to root for them. Yep. When Kiss does this shit, it makes it hard for Kiss fans to defend them. I have never, uh, one of the great quotes I saw on Twitter. Somebody said, and I forgive me because I can't remember who said it because Twitter and Facebook have been crazy. Somebody said, I have never seen a band work so hard to not be liked by their fans. Yeah. I thought it was perfect. I thought it was perfect because you're right. You, but let's back up. You, you, you hit the nail on the head, Zeus. As we're walking out of MSG, we should have been like, oh my God, what a moment. That was fucking beautiful. Instead, it was my gold bar. What the fuck was that avatar? What's the QR code? That's that. That's your legacy of your final show. Yeah. And let's go to that part now. So Kiss will live on as avatars. Now, none of us know what that means. It just means so far that Kiss is their image on all their social media and stuff gets changed and all that other wonderful stuff. First of all, Honestly, that looks like I created those AI characters. Terrible. It's terrible. I I think they look fucking terrible. I don't think they look anything real. Fat Gene. Fat Gene looks terrible. Paul looks like. like, Paul Stan looks like Murph when he dressed up as Paul for Stonehill. A horrible wig. (laughs) It's awful. The Spaceman or the fucking Catman. They don't look like. like, All right. All that stuff. Okay. You couldn't make it better than that? It looks nothing like them. If you're going to yep. make them look like Kiss, why don't you make them look like badass like they did in, in the comics in 75 or something from or, Alive? Or in the, com- or in the comics. They, they, they look like fucking middle-aged old fat people. Yeah, it, 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 it was bad. And again, and as, fa- and as far as this whole the whole Avatar thing, the digitized thing, I know people keep saying ABBA has done it yeah. in Australia, and it works out like, you know, like a virtual digital thing. Fine, whatever. Look. 
I am not anti-Avatar. My rage and my anger come from the timing of the announcement. I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to find out and explore what this is all about and what what's next. I'm a, I'm a Kiss fan for my entire fucking life. We have this show. I'm not gonna like cancel my Kiss Army membership because of yeah, this. Fucking my fr- my my, my frustration. My frustration is the timing. And like you said, the, the cash grab, the corporatization. And again, we're not stupid. We know kiss is corporate cash is king. We get it. But to, but to not have a moment at that end of the show, that's, that's that. I just can't get past that. That's, that's it for me. Yeah. So one of the things that I, 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 I go back to now is there's a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah. Kiss is opening up another rock and brew. Who's opening up the, because uh, I thought Paul and Gene were going to show up to the open up and rock and brew. Who, right. Who's the uh, avatar is going to show up and do that? Right. right. Um, you know, does this mean Gene can't tour anymore? Does this mean uh, like they're not going to go out there? Gene can't say Gene Simmons from Kiss. Like, right. what does this mean? Now, mind you, we heard all sorts of rumors. Kiss sold everything. They're done. They bought it. We had an idiot try to tell us that they sold everything for $40 billion. $40 billion. <laughs> like, who knows what's out there and what's real or not? Because as far as we know, Kiss and Paul and Gene still own these avatars. They didn't sell them. We they don't know that. Got, they, they just got made into an avatar. That's all. Right. right. And that's what's going to be presented as Kiss well, now. That, well, that's we the thing. Know. We have, yeah, we've heard rumors of the sale, but at, with all this, uh, during this week with the avatar stuff, there's been no mention at all in any reporting that that, that any sale has been made. Yeah, I heard Paul recently talk about something like, Kiss cruises and other was right. thrown in amongst other things that he said would continue still, just not right. touring. Well, how are you gonna have a Kiss cruise without Paul and Gene on it? Well, but that's the thing. So you can uh, we we I mean we're not marketing geniuses here, but you can still I mean when when Star Wars sold when George Lucas sold Star Wars to Disney, you there's still Star Wars. Kiss isn't gonna go away, but you're right. Are Paul and Gene gonna be? Are are we ever gonna see? Paul and Gene live in the flesh as Kiss, or will they now exist as Avatar only? Right, that's the question. I I don't know what's that. We don't know. We don't have the answers to that. Nope. All I know is they left a sour taste in all our mouths. They fucked up their last fucking performance. Yep. And, you know, it's almost like the Seinfeld episode. Yeah. Right? People like, oh, this is the great show. Yeah, it was kind of funny. That's it. That's how the best show of all time ends. That's uh, not a good way to go out. Yep. And this is the same thing with Kiss. Um, you know, the performance wasn't a bad one, but it, they didn't make it sentimental. They, they didn't did do nothing. anything about it. They did nothing. And in addition to that, they threw in a fucking cold pitch to it, their fans. Yep. Buy this shit instead now. Like, uh, uh, yeah. There's plenty more to talk about. There's plenty more we can dissect and bitch about. But in the end, okay, no, I'm not fucking turning in my Kiss Army badge. No. I'm not fucking no. ending it. I'm not saying, oh, yeah, what, what's the problem? I, it's fine. If you don't like it, don't go. Don't buy shit. There's room for criticism. Plenty of room for criticism. And there should be. Yep. Yep. And... uh Let's see what else happens down the line. Yep. But as far as we're concerned, very disappointed at how that fucking ended. Yep. As far as the the show to the fans and what they're you know being the last show. The show itself was fine. Nothing. And else. I'll and I'll say this: I'm I'm kind of 
pissed off at myself because throughout this past year or whatever, I've always said, you know, last show is going to be the same. It's going to be just another end of the road tour. And I was kind of like tongue in cheek, like hoping that I was wrong. Nope. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the only one that I think stayed classy throughout all this stuff and comes out like a rose is Peter. Peter and Bruce. Yeah. And Peter looked, made a comment. I We didn't mention it, but like was in the paper saying like, I wish them well. Good luck. He didn't fucking take any shots. He's just yep. like, no, I'm not involved. Yep. Good luck to them. We started something great, you know, onward and upward. Uh, Bruce, another classy guy just said, you know, I wish my brothers well. They did fucking awesome. Love being in kiss, blah, 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 blah. The other thing, too, real quick before we wrap this up, I, 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 you know, talking about like the soulless part, you know, that day we saw a lot of people on social media. We saw Mike McCready from Pearl Jam. We saw Rush, official social media. Yes. We saw our friend, our friend, Mistress Carrie, our friend Todd Kearns, all these people posting heartfelt messages about what Kiss meant to them. And congratulations on your final show. Kiss couldn't have done the same. It was it's that hard to show some heart. Just disappointing. Disappointing. Honestly, I wonder if Ace doing what Ace does, Paul's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to fucking do it because I'm not fucking thanking him. And well, what about the rest of them? I'm not fucking do it. We won't do it for anybody now. I think you're right. But that's still like, be the better man. I agree. Be bigger than that. Yep. You know, but I, I could totally tell Paul, like, I'm not doing any of that. Yep. You know, this is my day to celebrate. And I'm going to yep. celebrate my way. Right. I don't know. Again, disappointing. We'll have plenty more to talk about. Yep. Uh, but that's a wrap on the wrap. Okay. So, Tom, what we always do is we uh, we go to a uh, question of the week. You got one? Yeah, we do. And this kind of taps into the topic here. Uh, this was brought up by a couple different people on social media. But I think the first person I heard it from was our friend Backpack Brad. Uh, when we were kind of hanging around talking about everything. And his the question is simply this, and, and other people did mention this too on social media. Do you think Kiss would have done things differently if the end of the road was ended as it was supposed to back in the summer of 21 before COVID fucked up this entire thing? No, I don't think anything would have been. Different. You don't think anything would have changed. You think nope. this was the plan? Nope. I mean, I, I think the only reason I think the avatars came out is because they've been fucking pitching, oh, Kiss will move on without Paul, without Gene. And I think they've been testing that. And I think what they got back was, fuck no, we're not buying into it without Paul or Gene. Right. And they're like, all right, so let's scratch that plan. And then they went to the avatars. Like, nobody would be pissed, right? The only the only reason why I say it could have been different back in 21, because the, the rumor was summer of 21, New York City, that was going to wrap, and then obviously COVID hit, is that, what if that what if this business partnership wasn't wasn't done back then you know that was two and a half years ago so in june july august of 21 if this business deal wasn't done they just would have ended the show just like the end of the show instead of having a qr code okay so unfortunately you're right i i just i just thought it was an interesting thing but unfortunately kiss is never interesting when it comes to this kind of shit so uh, sadly you're right The, the, the ending was going to be the ending it just it just mattered on when and where yeah yeah tom where can people find us well you can find us on our website shoutoutloudcast.com that's the best place to go find all of our episodes all the shouted out loudcast episodes all the dorm damage episodes zeppelin chronicle just dropped a new one for houses of the holy album review crew episodes check those out we just recently dropped aerosmith rocks the patreon pick uh and you can send us messages directly from the website too 
And uh, the website also has a bunch of other cool things. You can click on our social media links and click on our Amazon shopping, our merch page, our Patreon link, all that. And send us messages. We get those in the form of an email. But if you want to go old school email and send us a question of the week, please do so. It's shoutoutloudcast at gmail.com. We read each and every one of your emails. Sometimes we can't get to every one of them during the show, but we do read all of them. Trust us on that. And, of course, very active on social media, please. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Our Facebook group is shouted out loudcasters. It's pushing 8,000 members right now, which is fantastic. So please check us out there. And of course, a huge shout out again to our wonderful patrons on Patreon. And we always like to say that we're a proud member of the Pantheon podcast network of shows. Yeah, people can always DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. And give us one of those five-star child reviews on Apple Podcasts, our Amazon store. And uh, and those of you that are looking for that perfect gift for that perfect someone, make sure you go to our merch store right on ShoutItOutLoudcast.com and get them some Shout It Out Loudcast merch. Great for the holidays from Amazon, which ships, and you'll get it in a couple days. And you got the Amazon product right behind it, so they'll do a great job for you. And make sure you uh, go to our website, and that is shoutitoutloudcast.com, shoutitoutloudcast.com. You can always email us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com, shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. And although we kid, we're not really going anywhere. We are tired of a lot of the bullshit, but we're not going anywhere. No. Right now. Uh, So that being said, Tom, we like to end on famous last words. Do you have any? Oh, I always have something here for famous last words. So if you please get on your knees, there are no bills. There are no fees. Baby, I know what your problem is. The first step of the cure is a kiss. Yes. Headline. Jungle is the only rule. Front page. Roar of the nation's cool. Turn it up. This is my attitude. Take it or leave it. That's pretty much what they said to the fans at the end of the show. Take it or leave it, bitch. There's nothing better than you. (laughs) There's nothing better than me. Oh, boy. Tom, Kiss Army, Loudcasters, especially those we met, took photos with, said hello to us. All you guys that we met in New York. Thank you. Guys, thank you so much for everything. And again, to echo Zeus's sentiments that I want to give a huge shout out to all of the loudcasters we met and spent with over the weekend. It was awesome. Uh, you guys were probably the best part of the weekend. I'm not going to lie. Uh, you know, the kiss shows were fun and whatever, but hanging out and meeting people and just talking kiss and geeking out was fucking fantastic. So thank you guys for that. And Zeus, as always, my friend, thank you. Peace out. Girl Scout, hit the music. What I'd like now is for all you fat, out of shape, worldwide kiss cards to keep the noise down while I show your ladies what a real sexy man looks like. Listen, all you people out there sitting on rented furniture, settle down. The music. Anybody seen Richie? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Everybody know why Richie did Bobby Lupo. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.